grab your favorite beverage, kick up your feet as you ascend with me into the joy portal of soul reflections, fresh perspectives, fun ideas, and wisdom. Light to light and heart to heart. Smile and breathe even deeper as together we will soar above the perception of all hurdles and shine brightly as the light we are. Namaste and welcome everyone to Light Laughter and Lattes. My name is Jerry Habstreet. I'm a medical intuitive, a Vesa quantum healer, self-ascension intuitive counselor, and your friend and soul connection for the next hour. So welcome. I am glad to be with you today. We are in a powerful energetic time, just closing out the end of May And the energy is really big right now. We are in a choice month. And so if you don't know, we go into cycles through the year from awareness, experience, choice. Awareness, experience, choice. And this is how we evolve through the cycles of life. And they keep repeating whether you are aware of it or not. And so in Awareness Month, you might be coming aware of things that have happened to you. If you did any reflection, journaling, you might have an awareness. You know, maybe you've become aware that, wow, I'm repeating a cycle. Why do I keep getting in that same relationship with a different person over and over again? And you become aware. And once you become aware That is your point of power, because from there you can make a new choice. You can say, I choose. I choose to lift. I choose to shift. I choose a higher consciousness than where I was at, so I can move through these experiences in a different way, and I can start spiraling up as opposed to spiraling vertically. So that's maybe what would happen in Awareness Month. Then you have an experience month where you get to experience everything that you put into action. You get to experience those things that you became aware of. And if you've chose to move up in consciousness, you will have a new experience of everything. It will be more refined than what you previously experienced. After our experience month, and fascinating because the month of... April was an experience month, and didn't the planet go through an experience in that month? Um, And so now this month, May, is a choice month. And so what does that mean? A choice month means that we can choose. Do we want to keep doing the things the same way that we've always been doing them? And that doesn't mean there won't be new people in your matrix. That doesn't mean there won't be, you know, Your background will keep changing, will keep looking different, but your experience of it will be the same. So it's it's like the saying, wherever you go, there you are. (laughs) So some people try to escape this by moving and and, and finding a new background. Well, you're going to create what's in your consciousness. So if you have not done any work and you haven't um, become aware of patterns or habits that don't serve you, you will be in this vertical spiral. And so the month of May is saying, hey, do you want to shift? This is your opportunity. 
And so everyone is answering this. Whether you're conscious of it or not, your subconscious will be answering for you. And so if you are listening to this, you've actually called out an awareness of what is going on so that you can make a conscious choice. And we have a few days left in the month, so you can still do that. You can consciously choose to say, I am ready to lift. I am ready to expand. I'm ready to see things in a new way than I've ever seen them before. I'm ready to drop my ego ever so more so I can be in a higher state of love. I can hold less judgment, more forgiveness, more light inside me so I can be a being who walks above density experiences without getting involved in them or have them take you down. And so that is what's before you. But even more exciting than that is the fifth dimension. That is really what's before you. And the fifth dimension has been open for a a very long time. Many people are just becoming aware of it now and talking about it now, but it has been available for many, many years. The exciting news is, is that It's like all the stars and everything has lined up right now, so it is easier than ever to step into it. It's like all the gateways are open, all the helpers are here, and you can step into it with your intention. And so that's what's coming towards us in June. So if you say yes, you have a five-dimension opportunity to step into And the fifth dimension is incredible. It's incredible. It's a place of manifesting very easily. It's a place of compassion. um, And that is a key. That's one of the keys to actually entering the gateways of the fifth dimension. And it's a place of really being able to walk through the world, but not be in the world. Or I guess you're in the world, but you're not triggered by it. It's not really not a part of your matrix that that takes you down anymore. You just kind of glide through it and you're able to kind of see above it and understand from a different or a higher perspective of what's really going on. So it's a beautiful place to be. And um, and I know many, many, many people are wanting this as part of their experience. So my hope is that this show today will, will assist that a little bit, will help help the mind relax if that's a choice of yours because that's also one of the keys is to be able to relax the mind and accept a new paradigm and that is not always easy the mind loves to control so um, hopefully this is my intent is to take you through the levels of consciousness a little bit so you can understand where we are born how how the The movement through life works on levels of consciousness. Talk a little bit about the fifth dimension and some of the tips to entering the fifth dimension. And then also we're going to go into the ego. I'm going to end with a couple practices, um, hopefully to help you relax the ego, because that is something that I'm really seeing is necessary right now from people who are on the path of expansion. And so we will do that near the end to send you off with some practical tools.
So I want to start out with levels of consciousness. We are born into a world at the first level, which is called density consciousness. And that's where everyone is born into. It's where we start out, it's where we learn, is where we grow. And it's really where we, you know, kind of think the whole world is happening to us and we don't really have an active part in it um, other than what we do and where we go, but we don't really understand that there's reflections that we create that we're constantly moving through, that we are creators of our experience and the life before us. And we don't really, it's really a me-focused place where everything is about me. Um, your goal is about you. When you look in the mirror, you you know usually just see you. It's um, kind of a me, me, me place. And then you will, as you go on and as you grow, and certainly as you have an intention, which is what I had, I had an intention. I literally pasted in great big letters on my wall, you know, show me why I'm here. Tell me what I came here to create. You know, who am I? And anytime you have an intention like that, especially one that, that you're calling in your soul, literally, all the molecules of creation line up to support that and you will have an experience. And so that is exactly what happened to me. And so somewhere along the line, you know, maybe you were, I'll use the example, thinking about ice cream all day long. You couldn't get ice cream out of your head. And someone comes along and says, hey, you want to go have ice cream with me? And you're like, yeah, that's odd. I've, I've been thinking about ice cream all day long. And then someone else might show up later and ask again, hey, would you like some ice cream? And you're like, well, what's up with this ice cream bit? Why are... And you're like, that's an interesting coincidence. And it first starts out with lots of events that seems like coincidences. And then pretty soon along the line, maybe something big happens. Um, for me, I had my brother pass away and he began coming back to me and giving me messages and manipulating lights and manipulating the sound systems. Um, apparently, it's very easy for them to manipulate electronics because they're in a different dimension where that's easy to easy for them to get your attention and it was very clear to me that that's what was going on and this totally opened my eyes because I couldn't deny what was going on and so that led me to books books about angels books about miracles that's when my eyes begin to really open and I begin to think, wow, there's more going on here than what the outer world would, would lead to. You know, and I was very much involved in church too. And I even went to the Catholic priest of my church and said, oh my gosh, look what's happening. My brother came back to me. <laughs> and luckily I had a very open Catholic priest who said to me, you know, Jerry, they are much more alive than we are. And so luckily for me, I had a, a, a very awake priest who was able to give me a response that was supportive to my journey as opposed to, you know, saying you're crazy. So you may have experienced those synchronicities. I'm guessing you've had many of them. And if not, um, oftentimes there's a big experience or event that'll happen 
that'll jolt you awake a little bit more. And from that point, we raise up into what's called spiritual activism. And that's kind of the next step on the ladder of awakening. And spiritual activism is more of a we focus. You understand that there's more going on than just you. It's a we. There's a collective we out there. But it often becomes a our way is better than your way. And so, you know, I've found the path of creation. Um, I do the law of retraction. It works. I've read The Secret. And so come on, everybody, this is the way to go. This is how you awake. This is how you create. And you build, you know, you try to get people to come your direction because you believe that your way is the right way. And a lot of different dogmas exist in spiritual activism. There, there's the noticing of the conspiracy theories, you, be, you become awake to the fact that, hey, not everyone is out for our highest good. There's lots of manipulation going on in the world. You can get really involved in that. It's a trap, but it's a normal progression of moving through. The idea is to continue to move through it and not get stuck. Um, fascination with phenomenon. Once you realize that we're not the only ones here, you can spend a lot of time getting fascinated with the astral realm or with, you know, lots of the unseen. And that too is a trap. It's all meant to be something that you're just kind of passing through, you know, without getting stuck there. And there's plenty of triggers and things put in place in the outer world to trap you so you don't lift your consciousness. So those are some of the traps. Because at the very core of these traps is a judgment. The judgment is their way is wrong, or whoever is at the core of the conspiracy theories, what they are doing is wrong. These are all judgments. Because who are we to say what's wrong for the greater society? We are in a world of co-creation of 7 billion people. Who's to, we've collectively created experiences for the whole world to live in. And so who's to say that something that appears to be bad to us is bad for everyone? We all came here to get our experience to move through it in the way that will help us expand our soul and help us to learn. We all came here to learn something. And so a great example of this is the coronavirus that is currently still going on. If you're listening to this later, hopefully it had already happened. <laughs> but I've, I've watched how it's really been, I can say it's been a great gift for me. I got some much needed time out. I was working way too fast, way too hard. I barely had time to sit still or really take care of me. And f for some people who were in a lot of fear, this really triggered their fear. And anytime you have your fear triggered, it means it's an opportunity to, to release fear. So what a gift, right? Just think if even 200,000 people released their fear through this experience, on some level, this was a great gift. There are probably many people who are just simply tired of living 
And I see many people as a medical intuitive who have, you know, given up on life in some way and they create illnesses as a subconscious product of that. And so how many people out there maybe use this as an opportunity to ascend in an easier way? You know, I don't know. Just an observation. This was a great opportunity to really go inside and create and take care of yourself and nurture yourself. How many people were forced to look in the mirror at themselves, at their partner, at their children? We had close quarters for a very long time. You know, how many people are going to come out new and different? I use this time to expand my business and create and do a lot of even more self-healing work. And so there's, there was a number of things that came out of this experience. And so for someone to say or to label something that appears to be bad as bad, you don't really know because depending on how you experience something, whether it feels good or not, is not what matters. What matters is what you received as the gift from the experience. And oftentimes that needs to be harvested. You need to reflect. And this is a great opportunity before we close out this month to to really go in and reflect on how this time was spent, what you learned from this time, what you learned about, you know, your job that you currently have. After having a break, do you want to go back to it? Do you want to jump into the same patterns that you were in before or do you want to shift? And so back to spiritual activism, that is just the second phase that you you lift through on your path of waking up. And then from there, you pop through to ascension awareness. And this is where you can just really glide above, where you're aware you see the gift in every experience. And even you, you even have to watch people around you go through suffering, go through pain without knowing and feeling that you need to jump in and rescue them. Because to rescue someone is to like, it's like to take away grade school from our children. Ah, you don't need grade school. Let me rescue. We'll send you right to middle school. Well, just think of all the learning they would have missed out on had they not gone to grade school. And that's what pain is, and that's what challenges are, and that's what suffering often is, is really the grade school that once we work through it, we become so empowered and so aware and so grateful. These are the things that you sometimes have to be able to watch and observe from ascension awareness so that you just stand back and say, ah, they're getting what they need. You know, I'll send them love and hopefully, you know, they'll, they'll get through this better on the other side. And there's no, no pull at your emotions. And from that perspective, the world becomes so easy. It's so beautiful. And you're able to add so much light to it because you're in a place of acceptance of all. And then from ascension awareness, you move on to ascension consciousness. That's like at the very top of the scale. 
So we are on our way up. Everyone is at various levels of that. And so with this last week left, you have an opportunity to say, yes, you know, I want to up level. I want to consciously move up on another level from where I'm at right now. That is the opportunity before us all. Okay, so let's go into some of the keys to entrance into the fifth dimension. And the biggest key, and there's a few of them, but the biggest key is compassion. That is the one main key that, that you need to really hold compassion in your heart. And the compassion is for yourself. And it's not just loving yourself in the sense that, okay, I feel pretty good about me. It's the compassion about letting yourself off the hook, letting yourself go for whatever you did and whatever you didn't do. It's the compassion that says, I don't care how I live this life, whether I'm where I thought I should be at this point in time, where I'm doing what I thought I should do, if I raised my kids right, if I acted the way I think I should act. It's all of those things that you may have done and you may not have done, that you can just simply have mercy on yourself and love yourself for who you really are. And that's a big one. That's a big one. But when you can do it, you can also do that for everyone else. And that's why it's a lift. And that's where the judgment starts to release because you can really understand everyone's journey and that we're all doing the best that we can And it's a place where you can really hold the space of love. And that's the first real step to entrance into the fifth dimension. I had a, I had a time with this one. And I think now it's a lot easier for people because there's been enough people that have been in the fifth dimension that the, the pathway was paved. So it's a lot easier for people to get there now. Yay. So hopefully it's not going to take a lot of work. It can just be a relaxing of the ego and letting go and you can enter in. Um, I went through this back in 2014 to 2017. I had seven years of going to court, trying to get, trying to get, you know, parenting time with my children, trying to trying to finish out a divorce and get the fair balance of what I deserved financially, our businesses, the children. And it, it was a seven-year process. And I went through it very awake, knowing that I'm a creator. There was reflections. I had to heal any of the reflections. It became this, this thing that I gripped, that I held on to every time I would go back that hopefully I had done enough work that I could change the outer experience in my favor. And each time it wouldn't be exactly as I thought it would, should be. And it felt like a reflection on my ability and my ability as an intuitive, as a healer. And each time it wasn't quite the way I, I, I felt like I failed. Even if good things became of it, I felt like I failed. And it became a measurement for me of the judgment of my journey and how I was going through it. And so finally, it took the seventh year 
of really this was an all it was an egoic experience of me judging myself and how I was doing things and not being able to let it go and feeling like a failure. It took the seventh year of going to court where I honestly felt like I had completely failed. I had lost at everything. There was no more opportunity for me. And right after court, I sat in my car and I just let go. I just stopped, took a breath and said, there's nothing more than I can do. I've, I've failed. I'm not going to be able to do this. And I'm just going to go forward and do the best I can and just love myself for who I am. From that day on, everything shifted for me. But it took a seven-year, seven-year experience of court, PTSD, having to move from the state that I grew up in, and a whole lot of other things that really gave me mastery and healing, gave me lots of opportunities, lots of growth. But it took all of that to get me to surrender my ego so that I could just trust my soul to guide me. And literally, things changed the next day. It became so very clear to me on which direction my soul was leading and when it was my ego. And honestly, my ego had no control. I mean, nothing would work out for me unless it was meant for me. Everything, everything shifted. Everything from uh, everything, how things ran, how appliances ran, how my car ran, the people I bumped into, I mean, absolutely everything in my outer experience shifted as soon as I shifted in consciousness and relaxed the ego. And then I entered this space of deep compassion. I had, you know, lots of, you know, anger and frustration and judgment. I had to still heal from the experience, but I did it with so much compassion. I had to do lots of forgiveness work. But it was a full year of just really, really compassion. And that was the gateway for me into the fifth dimension. And that's where I resided most of the time, 80% of the time. There were still things that will pull you back. And one of the things that will pull you back very, very easily is being addicted to the third dimension. The third dimension is where most people operate. It's where all the drama is. It's where COVID exists. It's all of those things. It's the news media, clearly. And it's all of those things that are the third dimension. And if you are addicted to that, meaning you need to keep watching it, you need to keep up to date on it, you need, you're stuck in worry, you're watching the reality TV shows with the drama. I don't know if they still have soap operas, but that would be clearly a sign that you're addicted to the drama you're addicted to the illusion, those, this will keep you in the third dimension. So you have to be able to let go of that if you sincerely want to lift. And so I started out by throwing out my watch, because that is a, a density version of keeping track of time, when our bodies intuitively know, based on the cycles of the sun and the moon, when we should wake up and when we should go to sleep. And I started with that maybe 17 years ago or so. Then I dropped all TV probably 12 years ago. No TV at all, no um, radio, except for music. I listen to music 24-7. But that's another thing. Nothing, Nothing coming at me from the third dimension to talk to me about fear, why I should be scared or why I should whatever. Um, and I had to let go of that. 
And you, you might have to release friends that are in a lot of drama that they can't let go of it. And these are all my diet. I had to change to a completely pure, pure diet. If you want to let go of the third dimension, you need to let go of heavier energies. So I was guided to become vegan, no meat, no dairy, and now currently no grain or sugar, but that, that came along a, a bit later. But these are all some things that, that are a key to be able to lift, right? How do you lift into the 5D if you're still hanging on to aspects of the 3D? So that is one, one of the steps along with the compassion. And the final step would be to be able to relax the ego. And it's really the ego that is the gist of all of this. The ego is the one that wants to judge your experience. The ego is the one that doesn't want to forgive. The ego is the one that wants to stay in control and doesn't want you to lift to a higher space because the higher you lift and the more you trust your soul, the less control the ego has. And the ego knows this. And the ego is also tied to that inner child that has unhealed aspects or unhealed wounds. So not only does it like to control, but it's also carrying kind of the broken parts of a person that never got addressed or healed. And so you have to have really have mercy with it. And you can't really just release it. You really have to love it and let it relax because we all have one and it's all part of our experience. And we needed it to make sure we didn't get run over by a car <laughs> through this life experience. But somehow along the way, it ended up getting more power than I feel like it should have, but that's probably a judgment. <laughs> but the ego is something that really, really is what carries the resistance and, and holds us back from our expansion. So to be able to move through the ego and love it and heal it is a really a great key to be able to move up in consciousness. So I'm going to share with you a couple of actually a few techniques to help you relax the ego. Um, chances are if there's a part of you that has already said yes to expansion right now at the end of this month, and maybe you're not even aware that you said yes, you might be experiencing some anxiety right now and your ego might be freaking out. And I've talked to three people just today who are going through that exact thing. And so know, know that, yay, there's a part of you that said yes, and that's just your ego having its temper tantrum because you're getting ready to relax it a little bit more. And so these tips will help you through that. Breathing. Breathing is a really big key. Breathing will bring much needed oxygen to the brain where the ego is, and the oxygen will help relax it. And there's a couple different techniques. You can do just the pumping of the bellows, which is just a short in and out breath from the stomach. You're pumping the stomach, and you're closing your mouth, and you're breathing in and out through your nose. And you turn it into a longer breath. So the short breath would sound like this. 
and then you stretch it out into a longer breath. And you continue this breath for as long as you can. You can do it while you're driving, just as long as you don't get too lightheaded. So that's sometimes something that could happen. But that is one breath that will help relax the mind. Another is the alternate nostril breathing. And you can look these up, but I'm going to take you through them in case you don't have the time. But later you can go look them up and read a little bit more about them. These breathing techniques, otherwise known as pranayama, is something that the yogis have used for a very long time. It's one of their keys that they've used for awakening. And actually, yoga started out as just pranayama without the exercises. So it initially began with just the breath. And so the alternate nostril breathing is a technique you're you're breathing out of um different sides of your nostrils and it helps bring balance to the brain and so I like to start it by using my right hand you can use your left Um, it doesn't matter but you're going to use just the thumb and the pinky finger of one hand and you're going to start out by closing your right nostril with your right thumb and then you're going to breathe out to the count of six and breathe in to the count of four And then you're going to close your left nostril with your pinky finger of that same hand. And you're going to breathe out for six and in through four. And you're going to switch back to your thumb, closing your right nostril and breathe out for six and in through four. And you're going to take your pinky finger and close your left nostril and breathe out for six and in through four. And you just keep repeating this. And it is beautiful. Not only does it help relax the ego, but it has a number of health benefits. One of the health benefits is that it gives you revitalization. And that's largely due to the amount of oxygen that you're receiving. Enhanced mental function Um, It'll help you with mental clarity if your mind is feeling kind of dull. It's great for lung cleansing. Five minutes in the morning will do wonders for your lungs. It brings about a calmness. It soothes the nervous system. It helps to regulate body temperature. And it'll help your sleep at night. Um, And it's a super easy practice. The ancient yogis taught that if you can learn to regulate the way you breathe, you can gain greater control over your mind as well. So that is one tool that you can use if you are needing to just become a little bit more calm or relaxed, or if you sense that your ego is acting up and you will get to know this very, very well. Another another tip is a mantra, and this is called the mantra of self-ascension. And it's completely non-dogmatic. And it's just a few lines. I am here. I am ready. I am open. Guide me. I am here. I am ready. I am open. Guide me. And I have found that if you repeat this five times minimum, you will shift. 
And trust me, there is times where I have had to literally repeat it over and over and over and over and over again because my mind was going so crazy that I thought I was going to spin out of control. And it's just an opening. It's a statement saying, hey, I am here. I am ready. I'm open to receive greater soul energy into my experience. Guide me. I'm available. Guide me. It's a calling out to your soul to guide you. And it's even amplified more if you can put your hand on your heart. Anytime you put your hand on your heart, it's a recognition of your soul, of the divine, of wanting to have a higher perspective than what is happening right now. And the final tool that I have for you is a meditation that I've put together. And it's it's the circle of protection meditation. And the idea of this is that the ego is really attached to, like I said earlier, the inner child, the un- unhealed inner aspects of us. And so oftentimes we need to make that part of us feel safe and protected and secure. And once that aspect of us feels safe, protected and secure, it can relax. Thus your ego will relax. And so I'm going to play this meditation for you and you can use it over and over again if it is helpful to you which I hope it is. This is called the Circle of Protection Meditation. So I'd like you to wiggle your body, move around, shake a little, and just tend to anything that's calling your attention. Get really comfortable. Take in a deep breath. Taking another deep breath all the way down to your abdomen. And if it's safe to do so, close your eyes. Breathing and relaxing. Breathing and relaxing. Feeling comfortable in this safe space of love. I want you to picture yourself in a beautiful place in nature. And if that doesn't come to you, picture yourself in a place in your home, a place you feel safe, comfortable, and maybe even inspired. Maybe it's a place on the beach or in a meadow, or maybe it's in your garden. Just let that place come forward for you now. Be in your safe place. Take a moment now and really notice it. Notice the surroundings. Notice the qualities of this place you enjoy and turn them up even brighter right now. Notice the smell if there is one. Look for the aroma. There may be a taste in your mouth. Look for that. The fragrance, the air, the quality of this place all contribute to its magic. And feeling gratitude in your heart, I want you to draw a circle around you 
It can be big or small. We are drawing a circle in the sand, so to speak. Imagine a perimeter around you right now. Because we are together practicing and creating a healthy boundary. I'm in my safe place and I've drawn my circle of protection around me now. See it, feel it, imagine it. A circle of protection. Only good may enter this circle. And now we are going to reinforce the circle by calling on our guides and angels. Beloved ones, beloved beings of light, Bring me that which will strengthen the circle, whether it be crystals, mythical beings, flowers, rocks. I am strengthening my circle of protection now. Perhaps some of these ascended beings will stand on the perimeter of the circle to help anchor it. Invite that in. Be with me. Guard that sacred circle. Create an impenetrable boundary. You can decorate this any way you like. You may want some decorations, some flowers, some colors. You create beauty as you create protection. Allow that to be there. And as you are standing in the center of your circle of protection, Slowly turn so that you see all of it, all sides of it, north, south, east, west. Just look at this beautiful creation. I am safe here. I am safe here. I can take rest here. I want you to feel a golden emanation coming down from the heavens right into your circle right now. As I relax here, I am connecting into divine flow to an infinite source of love and light. Feel the golden light illuminate your circle of protection. Feel that. And now I want you to find one aspect of this experience that will be used as a key to come back here again. Find an aspect, whether it's a flower or a rock or a color. If you are unsure, then take your pinky finger and give it a squeeze and say, whenever I squeeze this finger, I'm going to come back to this circle of protection. Start squeezing your finger right now while feeling the safety and beauty of your circle. Or if it's a visual cue, you can call up in your imagination anytime that visual cue. Bring it front and center and make it big right now. And use the visual cue and feel the safety of the circle. Feel the power of your protection and also feel your divine connection. I am safe. I am connected. I am surrounded by beauty. All is well. Take it in. Turn it up nice and bright. 
feel that key, whether it's your little finger or another key you selected, feel the power of it and say thank you. Thank you. Notice your beautiful circle of protection and feel the gratitude for the helpers that are standing with you. Allow yourself now to embellish your circle. Do you need some more beings, mythical beings, unicorns, elfins, fairies? Do you need some of them to make it more beautiful for yourself? Crystals, flowers, rocks, and vines. What do you require in order for this to be more beautiful? And be there, breathe it in and stand in the center of your circle of protection. Feel the glowing light overhead of your divine connection. Be in that, be in that joy. In this moment, I trust. Now notice off in the distance, outside of your circle, it's almost a shadow. There is someone walking towards you and out of that shadow, you begin to see a younger version of yourself walking towards the circle from the outside. Then you realize that younger version of yourself is your inner child and that little one is carrying hurt in its heart and that little one is feeling disowned in some way and you are in this wonderful circle of protection and your inner child is standing outside looking in. Do you want to bring him or her in? Do you want to invite your inner child inside this sanctuary? If so, then open a space and let this inner child come in. And if you don't want your inner child to come in, just notice that choice. And so now, you are standing in your circle of protection with or without your inner child. Because you extended this love, this trust, and this safety to your inner child, it's time to go a little further, to look into the eyes of this younger version of you, to say to this younger version, I am here for you. I accept you and I love you just as you are right now. If your inner child wasn't invited into the circle of protection, ask now for divine healing and assistance to heal the separation between you and this aspect of yourself and let go of the memories of how it was in the past. For those of you that have let your inner child in with you, ask now Please give me the patience and the love for the little one that has been carrying so much hurt. Look into the eyes of this inner child now and say, tell me, tell me about your pain. Tell me whatever is in your heart. I am here to share this with you now. And then just listen. Just be with this little one now. Your job is to just simply listen and create safety for the inner child to share his or her hurts and whatever feels unresolved. 
And now you can affirm to this child, I am a grown warrior of light. I have life experience. I have learned things. I have a power that we did not have available while we were young together. I will share my power with you. I will keep you safe. I will help heal that which is hurt. I know how to do this now. And as you feel the love as the truth of your soul's wisdom, embracing this hurt child, start witnessing the transformation. As the hurt begins to evaporate, as the black turns to gray and begins to become light and colorful, witness the power of love and acceptance for that aspect of yourself. And now notice that your child is actually feeling better. Notice how quickly the pain and hurt can transform into happiness, into acceptance and peace. Give yourself permission to notice that now. And you might say to this little one, will you let me help you? I apologize that I have pushed you aside so many times. I apologize that I have not given you enough attention, that I have not been with you in the best of ways in the past. I apologize. However, this is a new time. We have a circle of protection. We have help. We have a safe place to be together. This is a new day. Will you accept my love and my help? Be present to this little one. You may get a yes. You may get a hug. You may get hesitancy. It's all okay. Just notice. And affirm your desire to offer love and safety to this part of you that has needed your parenting your acceptance, and your guidance. Today is a new day. Today we have brought online an experience that will empower a healthy relationship for the future. Before we leave this circle of protection, ask your inner child for a signal when he or she is needing to come to the circle of protection. Give me a signal, dear one, is it a feeling in my body? It is a sense in my throat? Is it a feeling in my heart? Is it a thought that will appear? Give me a signal so that I can pay more attention to you and your needs. Ask your inner child for that signal and be clear on it right now. Using this signal, your inner child can communicate with you amidst your daily activities. Claim now and intend. When I notice this signal, I will pause whatever I am doing and pay attention. I will put my hand on my heart and acknowledge you, little one. And if possible, in that moment, we will go to the circle of protection. 
At the least, we will make an agreement. I see you. I hear you. And we will convene more intimately soon. I'm not going to ignore the signal. That's the commitment. I will not ignore this signal. See your circle. See your beautiful inner child. Know the signal and agree on that. Give each other a hug. Beloved one, we will return here soon and I'm taking with me these signals and these agreements. Smile and breathe as we begin to return now to our waking consciousness. So God bless our journeys, everyone. I mean, I don't know what kind of childhood you all had, whether it was easy, whether it was challenging. I don't know. I had a great childhood, but even though I still have an unhealed inner child that's connected to that ego. So when you really understand how it all works, it's so much easier to have compassion for everyone because everyone is really doing the best they can. And the way to get through it all is to really be able to rise above what you're seeing and hold compassion in your heart for everyone around you, no matter what, what they're going through. We are in magnificent times right now. And I know if you're looking at things in the outer world from a 3D perspective, you might say, what? You are crazy. And anytime there's, the, the world is opposites. There's the yin and the yang, right? And if there's tremendous fear going on at one end, then there's tremendous freedom going on in the other end. And so it's just a matter of what end you want to be on of the spectrum because both are happening. And the opportunity to lift and shift is greater than it has ever been right now. All the doors are open. All the gateways are open. And I am here to help anyone who chooses to say yes to their soul expansion. You can find me at, I have a Wix site. So it's Wix site. Jerry Hab, G-E-R-I-H-A-B. You should be able to find me. I work with the inner child, any of the healing, the healing of trauma, trauma imprints. I do emotional freedom technique or the tapping on the meridians, inner child work, cosmic life regressions, chakra balancings. It's called the Avesa chakra balance, soul charting. I've been at this for probably 11 years, longer than that, but my quantum training is 11 years and it's taken me around the world so that I could be here at this time to help all of those who are ready to say yes to their soul's journey. So please find me if you would find any of those services helpful or you feel called. I can work from a distance as well as in person. So Skype or Zoom works lovely for that, so don't let distance get in the way. Also, if you are doing something similar to what I do or you feel called to be on my show, I would love to have 
you on my show. You can find me weekly on Oneness Talk Radio. I'm also on the Oneness Talk Radio YouTube website. So if you, when I do interviews, they will start in the future here real soon being live on YouTube, Oneness Talk Radio, so you can actually watch the interview and get a greater interaction of the energies. So if you have any show ideas, things you would like to know more about, or you feel called to connect with me to be a guest on my show, I would love that. And so have a fabulous week. And for all of those who are saying, yes, awesome, it is the perfect time for it. And if you decided you want to keep going the way you've been going, then that's okay too. There is no judgment in the decision. It's just great to be informed so that you know about this decision you're making. So have a great week, everyone. Namaste. Namaste.